If there is ever someone else involved in a situation between me and you, pick that person. Don't pick me. Because for one, what? <laughs> like, sometimes I just really wonder, like, you know, how cowardly so many of us as human beings could really be. Like, we're brave to do some wicked shit, but we be cowardly to do what's right. And that just goes to show that a lot of us is not really in alignment. You know, a lot of us is not really in... A lot of us is not ready for the new earth. Because the way that we just handle certain things, the way that we say certain things, it's just fucked up, you know? Um, There's this childhood issue that I used to have where, let's say, for example, my parents would choose partners over me, right? So, like, my parents would, like, get into relationships or get married and then completely just, like... Kind of like say, fuck me. You know what I'm saying? And what that created was that created something I would like to call the other woman syndrome. Right? Which means that, see, romantic relationships is the closest symbiotic kind of form to a parental relationship. Because it's, it's again, that balance of masculine feminine energy. Right? And it's the responsibility of handling it, the responsibility of being able to alchemize this situation into something beneficial and positive. So if you've had a kind of like reckless handling between those energies as a child, when you get older, unfortunately, you're going to attract situations to yourself that are going to put you in the exact same circumstances. And you're going to have to, in a sense, fight for your fucking life. Right. So. In my time dating, um, I usually, I'm, I'm actually very picky, <laughs> which is so funny. Like, I seen this meme one time until like, black females be so picky and still pick the wrong person. <laughs> and it's so fucking true because like, I would just not talk to so many different people. And it's like the one or two or three people who I actually really Loved, You know what I'm saying? Like, I really cared about this person. This person was really dope or really friendly or really, like, on what I would think is my vibe. (sighs) It always came to a point to where it was, like, a third party. It was always this third woman or, or an external source, usually, like, a, a mother figure, you know what I'm saying? Like some, it was always somebody in competition with my stance in this person's life, and I wouldn't say that I was in competition because I don't, I don't compete with nobody. Like at the end of the day, and I, I don't want to sound cocky, but I just have to be real. Like you can't compete where you don't compare. So I don't deal with certain situations because I know I'm better than that. You know what I'm saying? However subconsciously I was attracting these situations because I had some healing to do. I had some healing to do with allowing people to put me second or allowing people to try and like starve me out of love or starve me out of justice, you know, truth. Um, And that's why it would just keep reoccurring. So I actually 
walk walk you down a few of these paths. Um, so first, I would say with my first like real true true love, he was great. You know, um, he was like a really dope ass person. Like he was everything that I felt like a man should be. You know, he he took initiative. He always made sure to court me. He always made sure to. Like, just go above and beyond. You know, like, one night we went um, we went to this Halloween party. <laughs> and um, I remember I wore heels to the city. And I was, like, tired as fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't wear these anymore. He literally took the shoes off his feet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He took the shoes off his feet. And he gave he gave me his shoes and he wore socks. And that's how he came back to Brooklyn. And, you know, just little things like that. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, what? <laughs> you know, like like a real life Prince Charming. Um, everything was really, really great between us, you know. But for some reason, his... All right, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I know why his mom didn't like me. His mom didn't like me because... I didn't know that she was a hoarder. Like, I didn't know that that was, like, a real psychological thing where people like to hold on to, like, a bunch of stuff. And I just felt like when I went to his house, his living conditions was crazy. And I remember he was like, oh, you know, I want to clean up or whatever. And I'm a type of woman, like, I like to help my partner do things. Even, like I said, when I was a very young partner. And... And um, I helped him clean up. She had like a thousand coffee cups stacked on top of each other. Um, they were moldy. They were they were like just disgusting. They were they were leaking. They were all over the place. And um, I didn't judge though, because that's one thing about me. Like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna help you make a move or make an improvement, I'm not gonna judge you because I know that we're working towards something better. You know what I'm saying? The only time I really judge is if I'm like, are you really going to stay like that? Are you really going to keep doing that? Like, what the fuck? What's your problem? Like, that's when I'll judge. Um, So we went ahead. We cleaned it up. It was beautiful. And, like, he was just so happy because you could just tell, like, you know, again, it's a, it's a parental. It's, it's like out of respect. He never said anything to her or he never took any initiative to go ahead and fix this. Um, And... <sighs> I think that that made her hate me. <laughs> yeah, like, oh my goodness. Miss Celia hated my fucking guts after that. And it's so weird because, like, we never really met in person. But I'm just like, damn, I was just helping him. Like, he just asked me to help him. And I, I thought I was doing what I was doing. Anyway, so from when that started, our relationship, of course, started to decline because it, it you know, she wasn't telling me how she felt, but of course she was telling him how she felt. And I guess it made her uncomfortable. But like I said, I didn't mean to make her feel uncomfortable. I just thought that I was helping, you know, but I guess I wasn't. Um, anyway, and that was like my first real experience of, fuck, I'm the other woman. Um, and I say that because, of course, our relationship ended due to the fact that like with the pressure of having this external energy be so negative against us you know it was just unbearable and at the end of the day just because I didn't really raise with my parents that doesn't mean that I don't respect other people's parents like 
I have morals, I have principles, and I know what it means to really value, you know what I'm saying, having somebody rock with you through all your life experiences and shit like that. You know, just because those people weren't my parents, it didn't mean that I didn't have that or I didn't come from that. Like, I, I understand. So I respected it. I'm like, all right, you know, if it's uncomfortable for the both of us, then let's just end it. No problem. <sighs> Shortly after that, um, I had this experience with this one guy. I think his name was Quentin. And um, I think he had, like, children. He's claimed that he was separated or something like that. And, you know, again, very nice, very courteous. You know, he would love to, like, cook for me, like, you know. And it was just one day that he really rubbed me the wrong fucking way. And the reason why I say that is because... I just always felt like something was mass suspicious. I always felt like something was suspicious with him, especially because he said that he had these children with this woman and he claimed that they were separated. Like, I hate when people claim that you're separate. Like, no, you're not. Just say you're not. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm an intuitive. I'm going to know. And if I figure it out, I'm never going to fuck with you again. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to just tell me. So he never told me the truth. And even one day he tried to give me this bitch lingerie or some shit like that. I think like, cause like we never really, we never did anything except have fun. Like we just, we just chill and watch movies and stuff like that. And one day I guess he thought that he was going to get some and he tried to give me this bitch lingerie. And the reason why I know it was her lingerie was cause one, it was not my size. And two, it didn't have no tag, no bag, nothing. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I said, are you kidding me? Get the fuck out of my face, nigga. And I never fucked with him again, right? Right there again. Other woman syndrome. Um, let's see. This is actually, this is fun because I think I needed to get this out because I feel like I have a lot pent up about this. Um, then I started dating this guy. Again, very nice. Very, like, you know, very uh, courteous. He took took me out all the time, drove me around, helped me handle tasks and stuff all the time. Um, and then out of nowhere, we just kind of stopped talking. And usually, I'm going to say a person, like, I'm very busy with life. Like, right now, I have a lot of off time, downtime, but that's very unusual. Usually, I'm always on the go. Like, if I'm not traveling, I'm working. If I'm not working, I'm in school. So, I didn't notice that we were kind of, like, falling off. And all of a sudden... Let's say we follow up for, like, two, three months. All of a sudden, he comes back, and we start, like, he hit me up. We start talking back or whatever, and he's telling me about a situation between him and apparently his ex-fiance. Yes. This motherfucker whole time was in, like, this long-term relationship, dating a whole bunch of girls, including my dumbass, and he asked her to marry him, and she must have said no, and she was cheating on him, Right? So he telling me this story whole time. I'm looking at him like, what? <laughs> like, oh my goodness, right? Because I'm like, what the fuck? You never said this. Like, what? But again, that's how it is. Like, if you're around my energy long enough, you have to tell the truth. Like, you have to because that's just the type of vibe that I give off. And anyways, that's more so how I can help you. You know what I'm saying? I can't heal you. I can't give you no advice to help you with your life or to help you do anything and to give you guidance or anything because you're not telling me what's going on. You know what I'm saying? If if closed mouths don't get fed. And I mean that in the most holy way possible. Um, so anyways, yeah, so he's telling me all this shit went down with this girl. 
And I'm just looking at him like, yo, I'm never going to fuck with you again. Because I can't believe that. Like, at what point was you going to tell me that you was even thinking? Of, like, at what point was you going to tell me that you was even talking? Other, like, you know what I'm saying? Just weird shit. So then that happened. I was, I was pretty over. I'm not going to lie. I was really like, what the fuck? Um, then is this one time where I, I could have sworn I was, I met one of my soulmates. Because you have plenty of soulmates. That's the beautiful thing about life. You have plenty of soulmates. And you know that they're your soulmates because it's usually a very natural bond. It's usually very, you know, it's very beautiful. It's very spiritual. It's very, so much in common, so much to talk about. But it's usually karmic, meaning that you got some some type of debt to pay with this person. If there's like pain involved or hurting involved or lying involved, um, any kind of like negative forces around that situation it's usually a karmic soulmate so that means that those is not really meant to last no soulmate relationship is really always meant to last like that's that's some movie shit in this real life game sometimes what happens is like we marry people we have best friends and stuff like that in past lives and we keep traveling throughout all the lifetimes all these eons together so we'll always link up regardless you know what i'm saying and if i fucked you over in, in the last lifetime maybe in this life this lifetime you got to fuck me over you know what i'm saying but again this is not conscious this is all unconscious this is not on purpose so that's why we see a lot of soulmate relationships with a lot of pain and sorrow because it's like damn like how is it hurting this much yeah because y'all been doing this shit for years and now like now everything is out the the karmic scales of justice are balanced now y'all could probably have a healthy relationship as lovers friends whatever whatever is whatever right um so anyways i met this really really great guy and at that time i was very depressed like i was going through a lot of shit man i mean heavy 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 shit and i i fell in love like (laughs) i fell madly in love with this person and he was just a really amazing person. He was so eccentric, so different, but so stable, so calm, so friendly. Like, you know what I mean? Just generally a dope ass person. Um, we, I didn't ask any questions. I didn't ask any questions because, again, I was always a very outspoken kind of person. And I didn't know that other people wasn't outspoken. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's how young I was. I didn't know any difference. So we get to know each other. We're having fun. Like, everything was so beautiful. And then all of a sudden, I noticed he started acting weird. So, like, for example, um, one time we was hanging out, and somebody was calling his phone, and he didn't answer. But then all of a sudden, he went all the way upstairs. He was in his aunt's duplex. He went all the way upstairs and answered the phone call. So at that point, again, even though I'm young, intuition is litty. So I'm like, oh, boy. Right. So then he comes back down and I'm like, hey, you good or whatever. He's like, oh, yeah, that's my that's my cousin or some shit like that or my friend or something. So, again, you know, I, I, I was gullible. So I'm like, oh, OK, no problem. Moving on. The situation progresses for months at this point. All of a sudden, one day I'm at school because I went to Kingsboro, like community college. I meet this really fucking dope ass girl. Um and we became real close friends. So one day we taking a train together and, I, and she asked me, what stop you getting off? I said, could tell you. She said, who you know over there? I started, I started telling her like, oh, you know, I know such and such and such. It's like, because I, I was raised over there. She's like, oh, me too. She's like, you know, um, that guy that you said that you talked to, that's my 
boyfriend's best friend or some shit. I'm like, I'm like, oh wow, small world. Um, and she was like, yeah. She's like, isn't that crazy that he's having a baby? Yo, when I say I had to put on the ill poker face, I was like, oh my god, for real? That's so crazy! Wow, man, I, my fucking stunt. Like, I felt like I died and had to be resuscitated in that moment because I, I died. Like, literally, I died. And I said, wow, that's so amazing. That's that's dope. Oh my god, Girl, man, I got off that fucking train. And I called his ass so fucking fast. And I cursed him. I got, I got on his block. And I'm like, yo, let me ask you a question. You having a baby? Because <laughs> at that time, mind you, I'm young. I'm a young fire energy. So I'm, I'm black, kid. I'm like, you having a fucking baby? What? And he's like, oh, who told you? Who told you that? Who told you that? Who told you that? Like, keep asking me dickhead questions, even though it's, it's a yes or no question. I'm like, you having a fucking baby? Yes or no? Yes or no? Mind you, blacking. Finally, he goes, yeah, I'm having a baby, blah, blah, I said, what? <sighs> Yo, I clicked it on him. clicked it on him. Done. I was done. I never spoke to him again. But fucked up part about it is that me and his aunt, we end up getting really, really close. Um, and I think I had went over there to help her with her daughter one day. I think she needed, like, a sitter or whatever. And I wasn't doing anything, so I went over there. This nigga gonna pop up over there. So he pop up. I'm not talking, because that's how I am. Like, if you, yo, if you violate me, <laughs> yo, you like a dead rat to me, bro. I, will, I wouldn't even look at you. Dead ass. Like, I won't look at you. I won't fucking talk to you. My, the, if, yo, me being cold is freezing. Like, you don't want to see that. So, he's, like, trying to talk to me. He's like, oh, hey, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know she was pregnant, you know, blah, blah, blah. This was before. And this and that. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about none of that hot shit. Because when you look at the time, it wasn't before. This was during the time that me and you were talking. During the time. If anything, after the fact. So what you mean? You wasn't going to put me on. You wasn't going to tell me you just wanted this shit to fucking slap me in my fucking face. And on top of that, it did slap me in my fucking face. I was so embarrassed on the fucking train with this stranger that I didn't even fucking know telling me that my nigga is having a fucking baby. Are you kidding me? Yo, I was so fucking livid, y'all. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm glad I'm doing this because I didn't know that I was still mad about a lot of these situations. Um... And, you know, he, like, he, like, apologized and stuff like that. And I remember I just broke down. I just broke down crying because I'm just, like, like, wow. Like, I'll never, at, at that time I was saying to myself, like, I just, ne- I'll never be enough. Like, I'll never be enough. Like, there'll always be some other person. There'll always be some third party lingering around my life. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and at that point, I was just done with him. I'm like, no. Anyways, a couple of years later... We ended up trying to talk again. Um, his child was a little bit older at that time, and it was horrible. The kid and the, the kid ended up not being his. God ended up putting it in my spirit that the kid wasn't even his. Um, but again, because I, I had to grow in the spirit, all these situations had to keep breaking me down for God to rebuild me, right? Because if not, I would have been mad gullible, or I would have been tolerating shit, or I would have been extremely closed off, and I would have had no growth from it. I would have just hated the world and just kind of been like concrete, you feel me? Because I can do that. 
because of the shit that I've been through, that's still very much so a part of my personality. I could just go straight up cold concrete and act like you never fucking existed. You would completely be dead to me. And that, like, I mean that, right? But that's not how God wanted me to be. That's not how God wanted me to operate. So a few years later, God had presented the situation again to me. And I guess to heal, you know what I'm saying? To really heal. It ended up being super fucking toxic. Like, and I, I remember kind of being mad at God. Like, why would you do that to me? Like, why would you, why? But now I know why. And I'm going to walk you out through it. So we tried to talk or whatever. Again, me and his family was like mad close. Like, we're very close. Especially with me and women. That's why I always know. When a woman doesn't like me, she usually has a lot of uh, deep problems uh, revolving around other women because women usually love me. They love my advice. They love my attention. They love to be around me. And I love to be around women. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love I love me. You know, like, I love us because we could really resonate. So if a bitch don't like me, I always know, like, nah. One, you're toxic. And if you don't like me, then nine times out of ten, you don't really like this nigga either. So... She ended up, like, being really jealous. She was talking shit about me. She was, like... Because she was, like, real skinny. And, like, all she would like to say is, like, oh, yeah. And and this big girl and this fat girl. And, like, just all kinds of, like... <laughs> all kinds of little insecure shit, right? And, um... It even got to the point to where it was so fucked up that... Me and this girl lived on the same fucking block, yo. It's like every everywhere I was moving to, this bitch was in my vicinity. Everywhere. Like when me and when me and this person first started talking, she was two blocks down from my house. When me and him second, like when we try to start talking again, this bitch is down the block from my house. So I'm like, yo. <laughs> and again, I find this stuff out because I'm an excellent detective. That's one of my excellent skills. I'm an excellent detective. There's nothing I can't find out. There's nothing I can't put two and two together, especially if it involves my heart, my feelings, whatever. Like, I find out everything, whether it's from God. God is going to give me a download. My ancestors, my angels is going to give me a download. Or they're going to nudge me to go and find it for myself. And I usually do all the fucking time. So... Him and her, apparently, like, they never really had no real involvement after the kid. But the problem was, was that she was still so, she still wanted this look of a family. You know what I'm saying? Which, as a woman, I understand that. So I always had a little bit of sympathy for her because I understand that. You know what I mean? I didn't have empathy because I, didn't, I don't know what it's like. Because I know that me, as a child's mother, I'm not, nigga, if we done, you can take your kid too, straight up. Like, and I'm not to sound fucked up, but on some real nigga shit. Like, you could take your kid, too. That's how, that's how detached I would become from the situation. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I would still be there to take care of my child and do whatever I need to do. But no, now your kid could go. He could come and live with you. She could come and live with you. Ah, <laughs> uh, you, oh, you got a girlfriend? Okay, let me meet her. Bring her to the house. Let's all eat. Let's all sit down and talk. I, I want to know. Who are you? Who are you you going to be around my kid? Okay, no problem. Do you have a job? Um, are you able? Are you available on the weekends? Can you step in for me? Like that's that's the type of woman that I am. You feel me? I don't have time for jealousy and shit like that because then that's not realistic. That's a waste of fucking time, and it's traumatic and dramatic with a child involved. This bitch ended up being like fucking shenane or some shit. Super fucking ghetto. Ultimate chicken head. She always has something to say about me. 
the whole all of their conversations was never about the kid it always had something to do with me because apparently me and my ex like we were doing so much more stuff when he was around me you know what I mean like traveling doing this doing that and she just she didn't like that you know she didn't like it and it got to a point where I, I used to have to tell him straight up if you can't get your bitch under control I can't fuck with you Straight up. If you cannot get your bitch under control, I can't fuck with you. Because now she's, like, showing people, me and my family, pictures. She's, like, like, like just doing mad shit. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? We all live in the same neighborhood. You think I'm not going to find this shit out? You know what I'm saying? Then he would, like, try to go to her house. She would try to, like, fight him. And, you know, that if she wasn't trying to fight him physically, she would try to sleep with him, trying to suck his penis and all kind of stuff like that. Like, if I wouldn't know. Bitch, I'm a psychic. I know everything. I know every fucking thing. There's nothing that I don't know. And I know that that's what you was doing. And he refused to tell me, which I told him. I said, how do you think, how do you think I found out all your shit, all your secrets from the first place? You didn't tell me. So stop playing with me. If you want to keep entertaining this person, that's y'all business. Y'all have a family. Go take care of your family. I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be mad. But if you keep trying to involve me in this fuckery, I'm going to get fucking mad. I'm going to hurt the both of y'all. So, so, anyways, um, then he tried to like get his mom to step in, and his mom is just non toxic. Like, his mom was still mad at his dad at the fact that his dad moved on and had another girl and all kinds of shit, you know, and she just kept having negative experiences with men. So, in her mind, I don't know. I guess she thought that she was just babying him, maybe, and just, like, doing the right thing. But she never gave the right advice on purpose because she didn't want him... She didn't want him to be happy. And, and it sounds fucked up, but it's some real nigga shit. Like, she didn't want him to be able to have a family of his own that didn't involve her because, again, she didn't have no man of her own. You know what I'm saying? So she's thinking, like, oh, well, if you go and you do your own thing, I'm not going to have anybody. So all of a sudden... She started, like, to do, like, little stuff against me. And, you know, I don't tolerate that. So I just stopped talking to him, too. And I was just like, you know, after a while, I got a great, great, great love for you. Like, really great love for you. But I'm not in love. (laughs) This is not it. This is not it. And I can't deal with it no more. So, you know, of course, that relationship ended. But in the midst of that relationship ending, I had met this really, 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 really great guy. Um... And I really liked him a lot. <laughs> like, and it's so funny because all of these relationships are existing like a few years apart. So for me to feel like this again, I'm like, oh wow, like I could still love again. I could still feel again. Um and the only thing that I really respect about this guy is that eventually like in our talking phase, he told me straight up his situation. You know what I'm saying? And that made that gave me the comfortability to really be able to put the boundaries on this relationship between us and just say, okay, well, this is just my friend. You know, I'm not going to go above that. I'm not going to go beyond that. This is my friend. You know what I'm saying? If if the stars aligned for us to connect later on, then it just aligned. But right now, you know what I'm saying? Let's have boundaries because at the end of the day, I'm a woman too. You know what I'm saying? I don't want, I don't want bad karma on me. I don't want 
certain situations to happen back to me because any situation that I got into like this, any of these third party type of situations were all unknowingly. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't something that I set out to do because that's that's really wicked. But like I said, it's just when you have certain healing to do, life is going to unconsciously present these situations to you so that you can heal them. You know, but you have to be self-aware to know what's going on. So anyways, really, really dope guy, man. I mean, literally like the male version of me. And, um, you know, we just couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't talk romantically. And that's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you really just need good friends. Good friends, good peoples, you know, because... If I would have engaged in that situation, despite how much I liked him, how much attraction was there, it's like, it would it would have been karmic. Like, we could have had no bad ties from our past life, and dealing with that type of situation would have made it a bad tie. You know what I'm saying? So, again, it's like, like, like other woman syndrome, of course, but... It didn't get that far, and I appreciate and I respect him. Like, out of all the men that I've ever dealt with, he has, like, he has the most of my respect. The most. Because just being able to tell me straightforward, like, yeah, well, I'm kind of in some bullshit right now. And, you know, dealing with this other person. You know, we live together and all that type of stuff. I... I love that. Because, like I said, even though we couldn't work at the moment... That was cool. You know what I mean? Because he gave me informed consent. Like, you want to deal with this or not? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, ultimate respect. Ultimate respect. Ultimate fucking respect. Because, like I said, that made me see him as a person because he seen me as a person. He respected me enough to say, hey, (laughs) you know, this this is my plate. You can eat from it or... You know, you could not. And um, we end up being, like, really, really dope friends. Like, you know, of course, there's still a lot a lot of distance, even more distance than usual in my male friendships. But there's a lot of distance between us out of respect. And now that it's been so long, you know what I mean? There's nothing there romantically at all. It's just I just have so much fucking respect for this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, if he was to ever say, let's do a business or let's, you know what I'm saying? Let's. Let's do something. Let's let's start something. Like, and I mean, like, professionally, I would say absolutely because I know that this is an honest person in his dealings. He's a very honest person. So even if shit was to hit the fan, he would tell me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It wouldn't be like no secrets. It wouldn't be nothing that I would find out that would shock me or nothing. Like he would. He's just that's his personality. Um, and I'm just. I'm just really glad to, like, be at a place where I could talk about this stuff and not cry. Because, like, it used to really hurt me until I realized, like, it had nothing to do with them or these extra women. You know what I'm saying? Whether it was their girlfriends, their wives, their mothers, whatever. You know? Um, It had nothing to do with them. And everything to do with me. Because, again, it was for me to find my self-worth. For me to say, hey, no, I deserve a partner that is just my partner. You know what I'm saying? I deserve a partner that is going to focus solely on me and solely be there for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, not to share. Like, it's 2022. There's enough dick and pussy to go around. 
You know what I'm saying? So if you want to like be greedy and shit like that, me and you, we can't even talk about no regular shit because me and you is not on the same page. You know what I'm saying? Me and you just don't, we don't understand the same language. Because I don't understand that language of being greedy, of wanting to deal with two people at the same time, or wanting to like lie or cheat or be shady. Shady behavior in regards to whatever form is beneath me. So if you come into my life with shady behavior, one, I'm going to know. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to know right away, right away, because I'm very familiar with this energy. It's something that I healed from, right? But two... It's going to be a point to where I'm not going to trust to do anything with you. There's nothing that I would trust to do with you because you just have shown me that you are untrustworthy. Right. So that's what I to bring this out to the open helps me to know that I've learned all the lessons that I needed to learn from these type of situations. And now these chapters can fully close. They can go away. They can disappear and <laughs> no longer buck up with me ever again. You know, if you have any type of external situations where people think you're theirs or, you know, whatever, stay over there. Please stay over there. Don't bring that shit to me. Because one, I'm I'm, going to honestly say, I always know, I always find out, and God always delivers some serious wicked karma about it, especially in regards to me. You know what I mean? So it's like, don't, don't put yourself in this fire. You know, don't, don't put yourself in certain fire that you don't need to be in. And that's not to say that sometimes we don't make mistakes. You know, I've been in one situation where I've met somebody who, let's say me and my partner at the time, we wasn't really getting along. We weren't seeing eye to eye. And the type of woman that I am I'm not going to force nothing. You know what I'm saying? So if our relationship stops working after I've tried all these different techniques, all these different, you know, therapies and all this different shit, if that shit don't work, I'm getting the fuck out of there. And usually I leave emotionally first, right? I will emotionally leave first, uh, shortly, physically shortly to follow after. And one time I did, fall, you know, fall in love with this guy who was greater than how my boyfriend was making me feel at the time. And I remember, because that's how I am, like, when I get involved in certain situations, I always get real retrospect and introspect about them because I know that there's lessons here for me. So, yes, I won't engage fully in it, but if it comes my way, I know that I have to deal with it the right way in order to close this chapter properly. Um, And I, I was like... Wow, like, I can't believe, like, I didn't meet you first. I can't believe, you know, that, like, somebody can make me feel like this again. And in all actuality, when I was really real to myself, I said, how about you just get out your situation? If you're unhappy there, stop trying to make it work. Stop. Even if it doesn't work with this new person, stop trying to, like, stop being a pussy. That's what you are. Like, when when you're in one situation... And you're holding on to that relationship, and you, but you're really unhappy. You really want to be single, or you really want to meet somebody else. But you're just holding on to this person, whether because of money or kids or whatever bullshit people like to make excuses about. You mad pussy, <laughs> straight up. Like you're a mad pussy because you trying to you trying to cushion the fall. So like, oh well, if it doesn't work out with this person, he's like a fall back on that person. Like, do you have a soul? 
Do you have a soul? Because who does that? You know what I'm saying? Like, we really need to start calling out this shit. Like, it's not, it's not cute. It's not popular. It's not fun. It's not fun. Everybody gets hurt in those type of situations. You, your person, and the person that you're trying to bring into this. Stop bringing other people into y'all burning houses. If your house is burning, put the fire out. You and your person. Put it out. Don't involve nobody into that shit. Because that's not fair. Especially somebody who don't know. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you see people get killed. People get murdered. All these crimes of passion and shit like that. Especially a bitch like me. Let any bitch think she's going to run up on me. (laughs) Bitch, there'll be no more you. There'll be no more you. You know what I'm saying? But again, men put... Men, and definitely women. I see women do this shit all the time. Put men in these type of situations where... You know, you're you're inviting people into your burning house. It's fucking burning. How you how you having guests? How you having guests? Your house is your relationship is the house. It's burning. It's falling apart. Floor by floor. Y'all two sitting in the living room arguing while while the whole shit is burning. And then y'all having the audacity to invite people in. So now other people could be casualties. No, fuck y'all. Deal with y'all shit. By yourselves. And if you can't deal with your shit by yourself, then you should just be okay to say, God, I trust that you're going to bring somebody else for me. So I'm going to just leave this situation alone. This is no longer for me. I'm not happy here anymore. You should never be involved in a situation that makes you sin morally and against yourself. Sleeping outside your relationship, sleeping outside your home, sleeping out like that's wrong. That's wrong. And like I said, even for me, I was in a similar situation just so I could know how it feels to fall in love with somebody else when I like when I'm with somebody else. And immediately I'm like, yeah, this is lit. And yes, he's cute. Yeah, this is great. But let me deal with my shit first. And if it's meant to be between me and this person, they'll be there. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to start nothing nasty. I don't want to start. I don't have time for false starts anymore. I'm, I'm about to be 30 years old. <laughs> I don't have time for false starts. I don't have time for bad karma. I I, I could die any day. I don't want to die with some fucked up shit on my heart, some fucked up shit in my conscious. Right? So, like, and especially if you're a woman listening to this, if you also have other other women's syndrome, or if you've had it, just know that, like, it's so much deeper than what you think. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so much deeper than just men being ain't shit or just women holding on to ain't shit, man. Like, it's just, it's so much deeper than that because it's not about them. It's all about you. It's all about how you feel. It's all about you loving yourself enough to say, hey, whoa, this is a pattern. And if this is a pattern that keeps coming up to hurt me over and over and over again, right? It's like, like a chronic pattern, a chronic relationship pattern. Then you have to say to yourself, where have I seen this in my life before? Where have people made me feel second before? Where have I now made myself come second? Right? Like, address that shit. Like, you deserve a nigga that's going to spend a bag on you. And just on you. And just because he loves you. Not because he's trying to make up for some, for, for, for cheating on you or 
make up for having some bitch on the side or make up for having you on the side. Like, no, you deserve a man that's going to drop a bag on you because he's godly. He sees that you're a queen. He sees that you're a goddess and he just wants to celebrate you. You deserve a man that's going to fucking make moves for you. Do what he has to do for you to support you. And not fucking put you on the side or or have somebody else on the side. Like, no, you're a whole woman. And this is vice versa for men. Because I know a lot of men, a lot of my homeboys, ironically, it's so funny how um, friendship groups kind of suffer the same consequences sometimes. Um, Men too. Like, stop dealing with women that have other men. If she has another man in her life, especially like a baby father... Or, you know, she's just not coming right. You just don't feel safe. You don't feel secure with her. Nigga, drop that bitch. It's other bitches. It's other females out there. Stop holding on to to secondhand people. We're all damaged. We're all damaged. We're all fucked up. We all been through some shit. But there's just certain things that you don't have to tolerate. And nobody, like, I don't know who keeps telling people that they have to deal with certain shit. No, you don't. You could fucking... Get up and walk the fuck out. You want to cry? Cry on your way the fuck out. But stop dealing with subpar situations, subpar women, subpar men. No. No. No, 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 no. thing that God told me was that he would never give me somebody else's partner. He would never think that low of me. That I deserve someone else's actual dead-ass second hands. And that's how you'll know. That's how you'll know what kind of situation it is. If it's someone's second hands then it's not from God. God doesn't put you in third-party situations to keep and to hold and to cherish. No. Especially not his his children. No. He's not going to do that to you. So if you're ever presented with a third-party situation, you know, it's not going to go away until you heal. It's not going to stop until you heal, until you put your foot down, until you say no more. So I challenge you to say no more. No. I love myself because God loves me. And because God loves me, I must love myself. <laughs>